had planned on changing the music, but um, I actually wrote an entire part and recorded it and had to kind of get out of my own way to pull it off. Um, but I'm trying to do this live streaming thing and, you know, I wanted to like have some kind of quirky intro and then play the music like on cue. And I just kind of kept making excuses for not doing another episode finally. And I mean, by another episode, I of course mean that this is episode one. Um, when you get banned from everywhere, you kind of have to reevaluate your approach. And uh, Earthbox is my gamer tag. So now you know that. And you can feel free to add me on any of your gaming platforms. And we'll never play games together because I am not a big fan of playing online multiplayer games with strangers in like a voice chat room. It just, it's weird and awkward and uncomfortable and it's kind of the opposite of how I imagine people feel like trolls feel online when they're being horribly rude and awful to other people who don't think exactly the same way that we do. And that kind of gets me into what I'm doing here, which is uh, just helping to expose all the propaganda because uh, I know not a lot of people are as interested in it as I am. And I don't know if I feel negatively about that because I was talking to my wife at dinner and I told her that it's really difficult to be upset at somebody that still believes the lie because they believe the lie because they trust the people that are lying to them and they should be able to do that. Unfortunately, they can't. And CNN and MSNBC and CBS and ABC and the New York Times and Washington Post are all just prop propaganda outlets anymore. And it has kind of worn off on me. The shock. The cold water. But every once in a while, I, I go back and I'll read an article from Newsweek or CNN just to check and see if maybe I've missed some perspective that could help me see things a little bit differently or see a little bit better through the eyes of the wacko lefty nutjobs that want to sexualize our kids, among other things. But no, it's still, I mean, this was kind of what 
put me on the path to expose the lies was just reading an article in Newsweek yesterday, and it said uh, Donald Trump Jr. had texts that prove he had foreknowledge of the January 6th insurrection. So I thought this ought to be good. Click in, start reading it. First of all, the text message is very vague. Something to the effect of there are many avenues to pursue and we control all of them. But experts say that's the key right there. Unnamed experts that wish to remain anonymous so that they could lie to mainstream media with a clear conscience, I guess, say that this proves there was foreknowledge of the insurrection. But really, all you have to do is read past the headline. Because the article itself debunks the headline. And why all the fake news? Why all the propaganda? Well, there was a law called the Smith-Munt Act that said you can't use propaganda in the United States. Well, Obama rewrote that law to make it legal in 2012, I believe. So this is what our news media institutions have been reduced to. Propaganda machines. And it's easy to see. I, I guess, for me, I don't think I have special powers. But it, for me, it all started when Donald Trump was a racist. He said all these... Her- Terrible things about Mexicans. And I didn't want to believe it. This was 2015. So I started doing a little independent research. And all the left loves to make fun of you when you talk about your independent research. But you know what? Now it's the only way to find out if anything is real. Nobody thought Donald Trump was a racist before he was running for president in 2015. But then he started doing well. So the left and the DNC and Hillary Clinton all decided that they had to take him down. And they did such a terrible job. And I don't know if it's because they're incompetent, if it's because they didn't understand the way that the internet really worked and all of the information that we have access to. What I really think is that it's professional wrestling. And this is a constantly developing and evolving theory for me. I have a hard time committing to the idea that Trump was just another cog in the machine. 
I always kind of thought that politics was a ruse. And then I got hopeful when Trump came along. But he made some terrible mistakes with his personnel choices. And then he handed the comp the the company. <laughs> then he handed the country off to a bunch of treasonous whack jobs. And here we are two years later, and there's still information trickling out about the election issues. And we're finally acknowledging Hunter Biden's laptop. And it's just dragging out and dragging out. And oh, what a surprise. The information is now getting a little bit more intense now that we're reaching the midterm elections. To me, it's glaringly obvious to the point of being embarrassing because it's so obvious. Oh, we're going to have here in a couple of months, we're going to have more damning evidence about Hunter Biden and John Durham's going to have explosive new revelations in his next report and more FBI and DOJ corruption exposed. That's going to what it's going to turn us all against the Democrats. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. The tactics don't make any sense. What's going to happen. I, you know, I've said for a long time that Biden was going to catch COVID and fake his own death and that was going to be the end of it. And then we wouldn't care about Hunter Biden and we wouldn't care about Ukraine corruption because Biden would be dead and it just, it'd be just like Epstein. Oh, who cares? He's dead. Right? Bill Gates. I think those are the people that really run the country, the super villains the people whose names you haven't even heard of. And a long time ago, I thought, who's the president's boss? And I'm talking like sixth grade. Who's the president's boss? Who does the president answer to? Well, apparently the highest bidder. I think I'm... In fact, I am going to do a series on all 100 senators. It'll take some time, but some of the videos won't be very long. Just to show you, I wouldn't even say exposed because the information's easily searchable online. When you see where all of the money comes from, it's very revealing. And it's a handful of the same companies and they donate to Republicans and they donate to Democrats. And I think the common denominator is they donate to the people with influence. And that's why it constantly goes back and forth. Republicans for a few terms, Democrats for a few terms. A Democrat president doesn't do well. <clears throat> So then the voters elect, allegedly, different leadership in the House and or the Senate to offset 
their bad president as they perceive him. But really, all this accomplishes is nothing, which is exactly the point. This is why we had the presidency, the Senate, and the House in 2016, and we didn't really accomplish much of anything. But boy, Joe Biden and his Democrats sure have accomplished a lot in just a couple of years. It's shocking. There's a war between Russia and Ukraine, and I don't even trust enough of the information that I'm getting to pick a side. Are Nazis in Ukraine bad? Yes. Is Russia invading Ukraine bad? Yes. But don't believe for a minute that it's this proxy war between the West and Russia that's causing all of this turmoil for us right now economically because the experts were saying during the lockdowns about what a devastating effect this was going to have on the world, the third world in particular where it's already happening, starvation and famine and it's predicted to be coming for the rest of us. I'm seeing a lot of people planting gardens in their backyards. I think that's a good idea. Get yourself a rifle and a hunting license and get ready to take care of your family. Even if nothing bad happens, it's still worth knowing how to do. For me, it really relieves a lot of anxiety. I would be a lot more afraid of the potential bad things that could happen if I wasn't prepared for them, at least to some degree. And it goes, it goes beyond toilet paper. I haven't been really saving because of the, the, you know, the value of the dollar is tanking having enough, just enough money around to pay my mortgage for a few months if I need to. I don't know if I should be worried about my job. I do have a job, nine to five, if I'm lucky. I listen to podcasts all day long and get myself all riled up. Is the the gender studies thing really as bad as the right claims it is? It feels like it. It feels like I want to rage and crush things in my hands. Because what kind of a person wants to have those kind of conversations with five-year-olds, eight-year-olds. Do they not understand that children don't even go there in their 
minds. Like, that doesn't exist in their lives. I don't know what the obsession is with introducing it into their lives. It's bizarre. It seems very inappropriate. And it seems like it would be very obvious to the leadership that it would be very inflammatory and divisive. All the nonsense about Disney and their grooming practices and their woke LGBT EFG propaganda that they're forcing into all of their programming. I recently learned that most of this is being pushed or, or it's being uh, spread by CNN and other liberal outlets like that. And the point being that a lot of these outlets are owned by Time Warner, which is a competitor for Disney. <clears throat> Isn't that interesting they're definitely getting uh they're, they're definitely convincing a lot of people to cancel those disney plus memberships i'm on the fence actually learning that bit of information about time warner made it a little bit easier or or a, a little bit less guilty for me to uh, to hold on to that Disney Plus membership for right now. My daughters love the Red Panda movie. My wife told me it's really nothing to be worried about, but people are losing their shit over it, as they do. You know, I kind of came from one of those families that was like, you know, you can't watch Pocahontas because of its anti-Christian themes and anti-colonial, like, I mean, I don't know. I don't get it. It feels like those things only exist to make adults mad about it because I don't remember thinking a damn thing about it, but I couldn't watch Pocahontas or Harry Potter. I couldn't watch the Simpsons on Fox and I got to go to church every Sunday and listen to the preacher yell about how evil Beavis and Butthead was on MTV and maybe he was right. I'm kind of a psychopath. I watched it at my dad's on the weekends. Right. So my primary focus will be on the news and politics and my opinion. But I like to play video games. I like music. I'm a musician. I'll talk about those things from time to time. I do still want to do interviews. I would love to interview anyone, everyone that has a story to tell. I'm interviewing an Oregonian candidate for governor coming up soon before the primary. So it's still exciting. I got to give props to SoundCloud. They haven't kicked me off of anything. Like, all, all of my audio has remained 
uh, except for the bulk of the episodes that I deleted, which I'm sorry if you were attached to those. I still have all of the files. I would gra- gladly dropbox them to you. You can send me an email. It's the real earthvox, E-A-R-T-H-V, as in Victor, O-X, at protonmail.com. The Gmail still exists, but I can't get into it because I've been terminated by Google. I think you all probably know that the YouTube was also completely... I mean, I, I, I went to go log in one day. No warning, no email, no nothing. And it said, this account has been terminated. And that's, uh, as I think you can imagine, pretty demoralizing. Um, then Trudeau started freezing people's bank accounts. And uh, I thought it'd be a good idea to rebrand. And I'm recording a video right now. I might put it up on Rumble. Just search for Earthvox. But I'm still ironing out some kinks, some quirks. Got the fake plants in the background. And I will do live streams with guests. I'm excited to talk to some people that I haven't talked to in a while. So I guess that'll be it for now. But more is coming. So I'll talk to you all soon. Goodbye.